You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OKSIS, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. <laughs> I feel like I'm Neo from The Matrix, you know? <laughs> Hello and welcome back to OKSIS Podcast. Oh wait, I'm, oh no, I wasn't recording. Oh great, Maddie wasn't recording <laughs> premium content. It's okay, we'll use the Zoom recording for that and then we'll we'll add in your external recording. Don't worry, I got it. I know how to do this shit, but thanks for being prepared. Thanks for speaking without recording. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, we've been doing this for uh, almost four years now. Dude, we're almost four years. Sisters, should we do something for our four year? Like... Do you want to meet us at the beach? You know, like maybe we should go to the beach. Seems really off brand for us, but sure. Okay. Okay. Hello. Welcome to OKSIS podcast. My name is Matt. The reason I was laughing is that Scout <laughs> is wearing her sunglasses inside like a fucking freak. I don't understand why you are always like amused and shocked that I do this. I have really bad migraine and headache problems. And a lot of it is stemmed from a very large sensitivity to light. So I wear sunglasses indoors like, okay, Looney, don't lick the, don't lick the mic. I wear sunglasses indoors like constantly. I've never seen you wear sunglasses indoors. You look absurd. You say this to me every time I'm wearing sunglasses indoors. (laughs) Every time I'm on Zoom with you or on a FaceTime or like sometimes I just watch TV with my sunglasses on in my living room. Like... I'm so sensitive to light. You know what? It's like something deeply 
deeply wrong in the like chemistry of your makeup and deeply flawed it's appalling how we're related because i don't suffer from any of this yeah can we just give me a moment of applause like not a moment of silence a moment of applause (laughs) because for all that i accomplish regardless of my shitty chemical and physical makeup like sometimes people don't really understand how much I physically suffer. It's it's pretty chronic. I know you do have chronic suffering and chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue. I have terrible migraines. I have horrific allergies, like not stomach allergies. Like I feel like I have COVID, but it's just allergies, that kind of allergy. And, you know, the bipolar thing is a little tricky. Oh, that that little bipolar thing. Just it sneaks up on you. And then then I'm pregnant. So like, oh, we got it. We like we're piling on. The list goes on and on. To be honest, I feel like I'm going to faint right now, but whatever. Okay, the show must go on. Hello, my name is Mads. This is Scoutala. And together we make up the OKSIS podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. There's a lot of podcasts out there you could have chose and you chose this one. So that's saying something. I don't know what it's saying about you. It's probably saying that you are like a gorgeous, gorgeous girl, like goddess and are looking for some lightness, some silliness, some giggles and some empowerment. Yeah, I'm really bringing all that energy and more today. Mm -hmm. But thank you, because four years ago when we started this, we believed that the space was saturated, but really there wasn't that many podcasts four years ago. So the fact that you listen today means extra. It means icing extra. on the cake. It means the cherry, the cherry. Oh, okay. All right. So I have some updates for you and I also have some questions for you. So I'll guide the conversation as I usually do, you know? Okay, sure. Okay. Number one, did we forget about parks? As in that they exist? Yes, so let me let me uh, let me expand. Yeah, I saw your photo. You're you're in a park reading. Yeah. So I think we forgot about parks. Is what I'm trying to trying to say to you. I'm just trying to say I got a backyard. So. Oh, well, excuse me. Not all of us gonna have a backyard. Why would I pack up and go to a patch of grass when I when you have one when I have yeah. one in my backyard? Okay, well, those of us who are not lucky enough to have a patch of grass in their backyard, you know, I discovered a lot of parks during the the good old panty. Dude, you know what? Hot take. Kind of miss those days. Kind of miss those days. Those were fun. I miss park days because it was a new part of the city that I was discovering. And Los Angeles has a lot of of great parks. No one knew. No one knew. Okay. So recently Ben June and I when we are kind of like what should we do what should we do when we want to get out of the house we're always like let's go to Holmby Park we have our Coleman chairs OG sisters will know about the Coleman chair and we park our little tuchuses on that park pun intended and we read and it is it's just I mean is does life get any better than sitting on a Coleman chair in a park reading So I envy you because you have a significant other that enjoys reading where my husband, Adam, that's not going to (laughs) happen, right? Like I can't be like, hey, babe, do you want to be cute on a Sunday and go sit at a cafe and read together? He's like, do you want to go hike? I'm like, no. You know what I mean? So, but he loves watching baseball, which is. By the way, fucking PSA, baseball is on every day. Like, baseball is rude. (laughs) 
It is rude. It is so time consuming to families. And I'm about to. Nothing happens in baseball. It's the slowest sport. Let me tell you something. I'm going to fucking kill baseball is what I'm going to do. Because every time I look over at my husband, like the Padres are on. I'm like, how are they on right now? Like, how are they still playing? I don't get it. So maybe I can be like, oh, let's go sit at a park and you just put your AirPods in and watch the Padres game on your phone because it's on even when I'm speaking to you. And then I'll read. That's a great plan. I think I think we solved it. I think we solved the issue here. Oh, and Luna would love it. Right. Looney would love it. Yes. Looney would love it. She'd get to run wild and free. A young wild and free. Oh, do you want to know the the real quick, the cutest story? Adam took Looney to a park. So there's a second layer of this park conversation that you're having. Okay. Oh. Here's, this, here's okay. the second layer. I just got back from Pittsburgh. I was in Pittsburgh over the weekend visiting my brother-in-law, sister-in-law. That was one of my questions. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Okay, I'll, I'll save that part. But they have two little baby girls. And so we went to the park to play with the little oh girls. And so God. now, since I'm pregnant, I'm like, Mads is going to be at a park reading on her Coleman chair and I'm going to have to figure out all the good play parks for the baby. So there's like another second park layer for you. Yes. Yes. This is a deeper layer to parks is parks with amusement park. No playgrounds, 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 playgrounds. (laughs) Playgrounds are a subset of parks. Yes. You know, I don't love a playground. Can I tell a funny story? (laughs) Sure. I mean, it might be because I like just you know, I'm I'm a little old for the playground, but yeah, you're going to have to frequent the playgrounds. I'm going to have to frequent the playground, which is why by the time my children turn five, I will need to have a pool in the backyard because I'd rather not leave the house, right, to entertain them. Yeah, we're, we're always in pursuit of not leaving the house. We're always in pursuit of not leaving the house. And when I was four, okay, so like in little children around four to five or whatever, that could be wrong biologically their uh, sexual organs come online and they start to realize that they have penises and vaginas and that they create certain sensations four is the the number the lucky number yeah it's like when you're in kindergarten i think or maybe a little younger because you're starting to be aware of your body so i was we were at a park together and i went down a slide and it felt like really good on my vagina. I was telling everyone this story this weekend. And so I just kept going down the slide over and over and over again because I didn't know what was happening. Like I didn't know if the slide was a magical slide or if my body was doing that. And so that is my recollection of park going. Okay. I have some follow-up questions. <laughs> Number one, in what world when you're sliding does your vagina make contact with the slide? It's your butt that's making no, contact. No, it's a pole. I was going down a pole like a firefighter. Oh, you said a slide. See, pregnancy brain. See, see what's happening? Remember last episode? I told you this was going to happen. <laughs> you got to correct me constantly. So you were being a stripper at the playground. I was being a stripper at four or five years old. Got yes, it. exactly. Yes. Okay. And I think mom was like, why is she going down the pole so much? Like I just kept going up and down, up and down, up and down. You, you must have been holding on to that pole for dear life because you know what it, the grip got tighter and tighter every single time I did it I was gonna say because I can imagine just kind of you know sliding down there not feeling a thing but you were probably really wrapping your legs around <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 
Oh God. Yeah, okay, so then so now we know what to look out for when your baby slides down the pole. We'll be like, <laughs> Okay, there she is. We're the we're turning on the sexuality. sexuality. <laughs> Discovering her sexuality. Okay, so how was Philly in, in general? You went to a very cute restaurant. I'm gonna say something really controversial. Didn't know there were cute restaurants in Philly. How's the town? I mean I mean I was in Pittsburgh. Oh, not sorry. Philly. Sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. So you were. Wait, is it? It's in the same state, uh, right? I actually forgot what state Pittsburgh's in. If we're being completely Pennsylvania. Okay. Is Philadelphia in? I'm. I don't know. I really. Oh God, I'm not, guys. I'm not okay. Everyone, everyone's screaming at us on their headphones. Hold on. We can't be this dumb. We can't be this dumb. Hold on. Pittsburgh. Listen, we're we're just dumb in this area. I wouldn't generally call us dumb. I would just say in this area. Pittsburgh is a city in Pennsylvania. I was right. And then Philadelphia. So I don't know where the fuck you got Philly from. Philadelphia is also a city in Pennsylvania. Okay, well, I was not in Philadelphia. So that's why I Okay, well, that's what I that's why I said Philly. They're both cities in Pennsylvania. I mean, honestly, I didn't know cute restaurants existed in Pittsburgh either. So it, it makes sense what you said. Yeah. Yes, Pittsburgh was beautiful. So my husband's brother lives there with his wife, Kristen. We're huge fans of Kristen on this pod. Huge fans of Kristen. Grateful every day that we both married Sobel boys or men. Mm-hmm. And and so or they men. moved. We, we, we'll never know. <laughs> They're men at this point in life. I have to remind myself that I'm an adult and we're all adults here. So I went out there because they bought a house there and they have two beautiful little girls who I just can't deal with because they're so fucking cute and I love them so much and so we have been talking about making the trip out there to see them for so long and once I got pregnant I really realized that if I don't get out there like before the end of my second trimester like I'm not going to go for a long time so I booked this trip with the idea that I would be about six with that I would be 16 weeks which everybody told me I will feel better by week 12. Wasn't the case for me. Day one of travel was extremely difficult. I had to stop in the middle of the airport multiple times. Also, our like plane got delayed. We were going to have to spend the night in Charlotte. Ended up getting on a flight like very late to Pittsburgh. So traveling pregnant in my condition was not beautiful not nothing about it was graceful sounds exhausting sounds really rough it was exhausting it was nausea inducing it was i want to pass out moments it was i can't move about like an inch of my body anymore but so i will say that objectively the trip was lovely we just spent a lot of time family time taking it at a slow pace you know we saw we went to the andy warhol museum which was incredible we ate at some really really great restaurants i can always count on them to like they they're big on food scenes so i knew that they would recommend the best places and we just kind of walked around the city we went to the playground one day etc it was really chill you know the girls go down for a nap in the afternoon so naturally i also went down for a nap every day being my pregnant self so all babies were sleeping including the one in my tummy you're gonna probably nap with your baby like when the baby naps you're gonna probably nap too well Yes, yes, yes. Post like survival in the first couple months once we're on the schedule. Yeah. Post survival. Yeah. So, so happy I was with my family. So happy I got to spend uninterrupted quality time with my two nieces. Just downside. It was very difficult for me physically to to travel. Mm -hmm. And so I just would prefer to not do that again until I feel like this or until this baby is out of me and I feel Mm -hmm. better. Okay. Well, good thing. 
that you don't need to. It's so, well, I do. I have to go to, I think I'm going to Chicago next month. Mm. The landscape of Pittsburgh's gorgeous. It's like green, 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 green trees everywhere. Everywhere. Like literally everywhere. So much greenery. We don't know what it means to like be around greenery. Mm -mm. I mean, you know, we know what it means to be around a beautiful sea horizon. We know what it's like to be around bluery. We don't know what it's like to be around greenery. Bluery and brownery because of the mountains. Lots of brownery. That's for sure. Okay. Well, all right. Ugh, but my my nieces were so cute. I was dying the whole time. Yeah, they were very cute. You FaceTimed me. They're bundles of adorableness and just made me even more excited to be an elf. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. 
Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. For those who don't know what an ALF is, Maddie is self-proclaimed and anti-like like to fuck. Mm -hmm. Yep, that is me. Mm -hmm. Mm Sam Okay, huge update. Mm. And I apologize in advance for anyone who's going to be listening to this and like is getting super, super jealous. I I hear you and I see you and I... Are you going to tell us that you're going to Greece again? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're like, guys, I'm going to Greece, didn't you know? <laughs> guys, guys, I don't think I told you. Guys. Um, no. So I received a package yesterday oh. and I... I opened yeah. up the package and I first saw a glitter, a, l- a little glimpse. And then I pulled out the new Taylor Jenkins Reid book, Carrie Soto is Back. Now for those listening, this book does not come out until August of this year. So this is an advanced copy that TJR herself, just kidding, the team at Penguin Random House. <laughs> Remember when you were like, is it Random Penguin? Penguin. <laughs> I was like, yes, the most established literary publishing house in the world is called Random Penguin. It's called Random Penguin House. No, so it was given to me from the team behind Penguin Random House. And I, I think I've made it. Like, I am a book influencer. I've never received so many DMs on Instagram when I posted that on my story. People were like, shut the fuck up. How? Oh my God. So proud of you. You've made it. Like next level of book talk influencer unlocked. But I think I think that the sisters are having a follow-up question in their mind, which is if you are a book talk influencer and you are receiving TJR's advanced copy, why is TJR not yet scheduled to be on OKC's podcast? I followed up with her person mm-hmm. who I reread the email. The person who was responding to us wasn't her assistant. It was someone that also worked at Penguin Random House. Okay. So this was huh. like a publisher that responded to us. Uh, wow. She didn't even like acknowledge my pros in that email. <laughs> you know, I really think she might've <laughs> skimmed it. Cause it was like, it was too passionate for her. It was too passionate. Um, mm. She probably didn't want to cry that day. So she was like, let's just, you know, skip. Or she's like, Oh, we got another stalker, another stalker email. We got another stalker. Anyways. So, the dream, the pinnacle of OK Sis, that's what we should strive for, um, manifest for our four year. TJR coming on the pod and then you doing a live po- slam poetry reading of your email <laughs> to her and seeing her reaction and then putting that on TikTok. And then that's how we blow up, bitch. Can we do a four year live podcast recording with TJR? Whoa, now you're talking. Now you're talking. But let's just do it like really simple, chill, like... 
take over a coffee shop that's got a little event space in the back. So simple. Free. Everyone joins. I might be dressed in a ball gown because I like to do that. And we just interview TJR in person in front of an audience. Why don't we dress up like our favorite TJR <gasps> characters? Oh, I'm so totally you- dressing up as Evelyn Hugo, obviously. Yeah, exactly. No, as Daisy Jones. You're such a Daisy Jones. Okay, I'm a Daisy Jones, but any opportunity. Okay, I'm a Daisy Jones internally, but my fashion choices are not Daisy Jones-esque. So my fashion choices are a lot more Evelyn Hugo because I okay. enjoy glitz, glamour, and a ball gown moment. This is true. This is true. And I'm probably the Malibu girl. Yeah. Except I don't surf, so. Oh my God, that'd be so fun. And the whole live recording will be you have to dress up as your favorite TJR character. Oh my God. Okay, wait, we're doing this. Okay, it's it's decided. This is how much we love TJR. Like, I'm fucking obsessed with her. <laughs> How are we going to do this? Okay, we need to figure this out. No, no, no. We're going to do it. It's going to be super great. Okay, great. I did decide what my new found passion in life is. Do you want to hear it? I can't imagine there being other things than like coastal grandma, reading in Coleman chairs, going to Malibu, planning a grease thing, shopping on Zara home, wearing linens, Santa Barbara, Nancy Myers, TJR, romance novels, like... Uh, trendy restaurants what else you missed one element of this um list but yeah you really you really captured the essence of me which is one would say does she know maddie you know (laughs) yes one (laughs) would say one would say okay okay what's your next is it my baby so i've decided that when i sell camber to google and make billions of dollars i am going to create a natural wine romance bookstore so it is going to be... Oh, damn it. I forgot to say natural wine. Fuck. Yes, that's what you forgot. It's going to be a very, very niche bookstore. There is a bookstore in Portland, Oregon. I believe that's where it is. It's called We Drink Books. I think that's what it's called. Sorry, if this is not what it's called. And it is a bookstore that sells natural wine. And every month she pairs a wine with a book. And I DM'd her and told her that she's living my life and that... How, what is it like to live my life? And that is that is what I will do. That'll be my legacy. Did she say it's great? I mean, yeah. She was like, yeah, it's f- uh, this is my fucking dream. I was like, yeah, same. Same, girl. Yeah, you should just do that. That sounds ideal. Oh, sounds ideal. Sounds so ideal. Sounds really, sounds really projector vibes. Very projector vibes. You know, I was reflecting this past weekend. I was in San Diego with our father and... We were talking about, I don't know how we got on this topic, but we started talking about our first jobs ever. And my first job ever, which to this day, I think was my favorite job ever. Okay, but that was like not even a job. Okay, well, this is is what I want to do with my life. This is very projector vibes. I worked at a coffee cart outside of a library in Coronado for a summer. And no one came to the... Yeah, hence no why it wasn't a job. <laughs> no one showed up, which was a fantastic news for me. But obviously, I couldn't be like on my phone. So I read all summer, all day, drinking iced coffee. I made myself coffee every day and I read for hours. It was glorious. And I told, and I was telling my dad, I was like, that was the best job I've ever had. <laughs> I want to do it again. I mean, I would say one of my, one of my best jobs was being a bookseller at Book Soup in LA. I know. You know that Ben June didn't know about that. I said, Scout worked at Book Soup and he was like, what? Yeah. 
It was one of my favorite, 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 favorite jobs. That and being a barista was one of my other favorite jobs. Like I always say that if God forbid anything happened to my business, I would, in the interim of figuring out my next move, I would either work at a bookstore or I'd be a barista again. Oh, I would love to work at a bookstore. Oh, the dream. The dream. Yeah, it's okay. a sick. It's an amazing, amazing. Oh, wait, I have a question. It, you know how I just described you beautifully with like all those rolling words of the hobbies? Mm. Can you do that for me? I want to hear it. Oh, no. <laughs> Why not? Do you not Do you not know me? Okay, I know. I know you. Okay. <clears throat> oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to be. Here we go. Me. Oh, no. It's going to be bad. Okay, go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is going to be a go. roasting version. Good Lord. Okay. I don't know. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> Melissa Wood Health, Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> the emotional entrepreneur. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> See, this isn't coming off as elegantly as you d- yours was. What's that? Clear stem skincare, bathtubs, spirituality, baby. In the stomach, Luna. <laughs> this isn't like really painting a coherent brand picture. <laughs> I know. It really is not. Oh, I know. Slam poetry. Long Instagram captions. <laughs> <laughs> and the other day I was like, just write a short Instagram caption like Maddie. And it felt so abnormal and off brand. So I didn't. Oh my God. I wrote a longer one the other day and I was like, oh my God, this I'm like, I'm cringing. I need to figure out what to do because I think I've pigeonholed myself. I feel so like empty when I just write like one sentence. I just feel like I didn't. I feel like there's an opportunity to touch someone's life and be vulnerable and intimate and moving and inspiring and motivational. Do you think people actually read them all, though? When I see a long caption, I just keep scrolling. Have you seen my comments? People read them and they tell me this is exactly what they needed to hear in that moment. And they can always count on me for words of helpfulness. Oh, wow. That's good. That's good. I usually scroll right past. I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Yeah, I've been pigeonholed, I think, into the like snarky one-liner type of vibe. But I think I might switch it up. Yeah, see, I feel like I'm pigeonholed into the long. Like it's so hard for me to post a photo just to post a photo. So I feel like maybe we could take take a cue from someone else's book. Also from the other's book, play, I don't know. Another question. Oh, I'm so hungry, but I've eaten so much today. God damn it. Another question is that, I texted you twice about this and you never responded. Oh, what? I sent you my carrot collection of my nursery and you didn't look at it or give me any notes. Oh, yes. I know. I need to. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just had to clear my throat. Yes, I, I didn't look. <laughs> oh, I would love to hear your feedback. Yes, I will. I will look. Um, I'll put it on my to-do list to look. Oh, so you didn't and look. And provide feedback. You didn't look. I did not look. You did not look. I I did not look. <laughs> just want to be clear. I just want to be really clear here. <laughs> we just want to want to be super crystal clear. I did okay. not look at the link yet. That's okay. I, I forgive you a little bit. The key word here is yet. Mm, I think you're going to love it. I think you're just okay. going to love it. I'm sure I will. If it looks anything like the rest of your home, I'm sure it'll it'll 
It'll work. Wait, you have to admit that I have really great interior design taste. You know, you do in this house. It's all the same furniture. (laughs) I did not buy new furniture. Except for my master bedroom. Your master bedroom. Oh, so you don't like... I like the rest, but I like the master bedroom the best. Yeah, I mean, that's much more you than the other Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay, some other updates... So this weekend, I am putting together a little walk club for Camber. Oh, I saw. So many people signed up. So I wanted to discuss this. By the time that this comes out, it'll be already be done. But we're putting together like little Los Angeles IRL events. We had that Rummy Cube Club, which was super fun. And now we're doing a walk club. And I did not expect um, the TikTok kind of blew up as it typically does in the kind of craziest times. A hundred... 30 people have said they're coming and 130 people have said maybe. And I know that like probably only 30 will show up, but still. I mean, I don't know. You might get like 50 to 70. That's a lot of people to go on a walk with. That's that's an exorbitant amount of people. I thought there would be 20 people. To be honest, I think you need a permit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's not going to be parking. I don't know where everyone's going to park. So everyone pray for me. By the time you're listening to this, it will be over. But I'm just overjoyed. Like me and Lauren were like, oh, let's go check, you know, if people signed up. And we look and it's 130. We were like, wait, fuck. I didn't cap it because I just thought like, I don't know. I just didn't think that many people would sign up. It just goes to show how many people are like just dying for it for not. No, not attention. Dying for connection. Yeah. I mean, when you're an adult, it's it's hard to make friends. It really is. Right. And I've been feeling a little bit of a sense of, I think I, well, I texted you because I was crying on the grass in Coronado and I wanted to talk it through. And I said, since I'm a uh, respectful friend and sister and I don't just emotionally dump on people, I texted you first to see if you were available instead of calling you out of the blue. And I said, hi, what are you doing? And then four hours later, I get a text message back from you that says dot, 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 dot. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> why were you in Coronado on, we're going, we're going full circle to the grass in the park. Yeah. So Tartine is actually one of my favorite restaurants in San Diego. I go there now when I just feel like I need to sit. You get that curry, chicken get curry. Get that curry salad, eat their baguette with butter and read a book. It's my favorite. So I, was feeling pretty lonely because I'm isolated in my pregnancy to a certain extent. And I have, I have so many friends, but none of them are really like friends with each other. And so I felt a deep void when it comes to like a community, you know what I mean? But I'm not someone that like is interested in making new friends because I have enough. I just like want a community, you know what I mean? So I I feel like this walking thing is a good way to, to do that. Like, I don't know what to do because if I make new friends, then I'll just have more single friends, like singular friends, you know, and I don't know how to web this together. It's very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a tricky thing. But I, what I told you, because I gave you some excellent advice, if I do say so myself, when I look back at just all the parents and all the adults in my life, they're, all of their friends are because of their kids. And look at our parents. Like, I don't even remember, of course I don't remember, but they don't, they never had any friends that were pre us. All of their friends were either 
our friend's parents are like from that community. So yeah. I, and I've always thought about that. I've always thought about that. Like when you get kids, you just get this inherent new community and friend group that's just going to be there with you. And so I would just savor the 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 solitude. Yeah, because, you're so right. you know, you're going to probably want more of the solitude later on. But I think it's about to an influx. It's kind of like we have markers. We have high school friends. We have college friends. And then we have like your kids friends. I think that's like where yeah. the the markers are. Yeah, and it's already amazing because people that I know from the Jewish community from like not necessarily high school, but middle school, just like the stuff, I already know a bunch of people who are due like literally the same week that I'm due or a month before I'm due. And so I'm starting to get together. I'm going for a beach walk with one of them. I'll tell you her name after you know her. Um, And it's just so crazy because I knew her when I was a sophomore in high school and now her babies do like literally the day before mine. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I have faith in you. I would savor the time you have to yourself and just enjoy this, enjoy this uh, incubation period. Your baby's incubating inside you. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time surrendering into this phase of my life, but that's okay. Also, best rom-com ever the proposal watched it on the plane home but i had to get up right when he goes back into the office to like you know the crescendo of the romantic moment the proposal is incredible so you know that we watched the proposal you were not on this family vacation we were in palm springs and i made everyone watch the proposal and then i said we're going to alaska like we're fucking going to sitka in the next Family vacation. I looked up Airbnbs. The flights are zero dollars. It's free to go to Sitka because they want people there. And the Airbnbs free. Amazing. were breathtaking. Like I literally was drooling showing mom these Airbnbs. And dude, let's fucking go to Sitka. Um, is there a direct flight? No. You gotta do what they did. It's like a whole thing okay well talk to me in a year okay you know this is such a i'm really glad you brought this up rom-coms because i was going to give an update that i rewatched when harry met sally quite possibly the best rom-com of all time and it's also the only rom-com that ben will watch with me because you know that one thing that your husband has going for you is he he will watch rom-coms with you with you we watch like both miss congenialities we watch clueless like he'll watch all of that yeah, shit with me no. yeah ben june has a very very low tolerance for rom-coms but he will watch when harry met sally and you you've got mail and sleepless in seattle those are the th- only three he will watch because they're like more classic they're cinema they're cinema they're, 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 c- they're cinema there's some cinema so we watched that and just, I mean, as good as ever. Uh, but Billy Crystal, as good as ever. Wait, going back to the proposal, can we just take a moment to like register how sexy and awesome Ryan Reynolds is? Yeah, you're really into him. I'm not really into him. I never thought I was into oh. him. And then I watched the proposal and then it's like the way you hear him talk about Blake Lively is so cute on in public. And then, I don't know, I just didn't realize how goofy he was, but yet good looking. Oh, he's like, so goofy. I, I, love, I love how goofy he is. I didn't realize how goofy he was. I've loved him since Just Friends. That is one of my favorite Christmas movies, and he is the goofiest in that. And I... I, I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh, 
you're in for a treat. Watch it for watch it during Christmas though. It's a Christmas. It's it's not a Christmas movie, but it takes place during Christmas. So Got Christmas it. vibes. It's okay. not a summer movie. Not a summer okay. movie. How are you? How are you transitioning into the summer? What what are are you doing anything to mark the summer? Yeah, we're not really summer people, so yeah, uh, making yeah, sure that I have my vent fixed for the AC. I mean, that's yeah. Stock up on your anti-chafing stick. I have my anti-chafing mm. stick. Yeah, I'm buying like unitards, pregnancy unitards that are shorts, like biker short vibes. Mm. Yeah, to mark summer, uh, maybe I'll go to the beach. Okay. So I have some summer suggestions for the sisters if you're looking for go to Greece suggestions. <laughs> I mean I mean that's the ultimate tip there. But no, these are some these are some things you could do. Number one, watch Aquamarine. Aquamarine is my gateway to summer movie. When I want to Get in the summer mood, get in the summer vibe, which is not really the vibe I like to be in, but alas, it's 80 degrees. We got it. We got it. We're forced into it. Watch Aquamarine. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go to dad's every weekend and hop in the pool. That's the best. That's the best. I used to have this routine, which I do not recommend to people, but this is what I used to do. Every summer, when it's for the first day it got hot, I would go out into our dad's pool. And I would tell him, do not go outside. I'm going to be naked because I would like to tan and not have tan lines. So I would be like butt naked, vagina out and everything. And he would have to yell from the top and be like, I'm coming out. And I would have to throw on the towel. And I would fry myself like a little fish and like really not put that much sunscreen. This is terrible. Don't do this. But this is just what I did. And I had How old? Yeah, this is This is this is a long time ago. This is when I was like 13 or 14. And I would play this one summer playlist that I have that is like Passion Pit and like Phoenix, like those types of bands and like yeah, MGMT. Totally. Like I was yeah. like so like this is my summer vibe, you know? And I would just lay there and read. And honestly, yeah. that was the last time I enjoyed summer. I mean, honestly, summer for me, see, summer for me was was nice when you actually had summer vacation. Even if like you worked, right. it, it was still summer vacation. There was still like this carefree vibe to it. For me, when I think of summer, I, the best parts I feel like are warm evenings and sunsets and nights that come from the day. That's like the best or being in dad's pool, etc. But you know, like the culture vibe of summer is similar to San Diego kind of all year round. It's just hotter. But if you don't have a summer vacation, it's kind of hard to like feel that summer difference unless you make a really big effort and like go to the beach more or go to the pool more or whatever it is. But since I've been pregnant, I have been dreaming about where I'm going to take my baby girl in the summers now. And, um, that feels really fun. I was like, I want to go to Paris in the summer with her and just be there for like a month. That sounds incredible. Um, I want to travel in the summers. I don't know if you want to go to Paris in the summer. It's very, very hot. I would go to like the south of France. I would do like a vibe. A let's, let's do a little like baby Tuscany vibe. That would be great. I'd, can I come? Yeah. Yeah. Yumi and Yumi and oh, I almost just said her name. <laughs> 
which why are you all of our all of our like people are emailing sisters at okcispodcast.com asking for the name which i'm very confused at like why don't you guys dm me i don't know what's happening there um we're getting a couple of those and i'm like this is so confusing i will not say the name of my baby until she's born but how fun would it be if you me and baby girl like went places every summer 100 percent. we'll do a girl's trip we'll do a girl's trip remember when we we have a handshake agreement that is when the first one to get really big pays does an all-inclusive vacation for the other remember that yeah so when i'm you know selling for a billion dollars and then i open up my natural wine and romance bookstore then i will take you on the private jet to amangiri i would love that yeah so would we I. kind of missed the boat to go to Amanjiri, Giri, whatever, because post pandemic, it's like it used to be 2K a night, which is still crazy. But now it's like 5K a night. So now it's like fucking unattainable. It's like absurd. Like it's, it's absurd. It's 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 in the desert. And it's like a three day minimum. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You just know. I, I just want to see the type of people that go there and just like look around and be like, who? What's your story? I feel like there's less and less influencers going because the price is truly at this point. It's an abomination. At this point, it's luxury on luxury on like the yeah. creme de la creme of the situations. Creme de la creme of the gosh. All right, let's do current fixations. Okay, so my current fixation is <laughs> Melissa Wood started a podcast. Oh, she did. Of course she did. Okay. So it's called Move With Heart, which is cute because that's W. No, that's MWH, which is Melissa Wood Health, okay. same little acronym. Okay. My only complaint, truly, and like, but I understand why she did this, is that it's every other Wednesday. And mm. so it is a little bit difficult. Like, truly, I believe that podcast listeners are habitual and ritualistic listeners. So, like, every Tuesday, you know, every Wednesday, you know, every Monday, you know, okay, sis comes on. So, the fact that she does it every other Wednesday, I just kind of get surprised in the podcast app when there's a new one because. I'm not waiting every Wednesdays because it's every other week, but I totally understand why she did that, probably to protect her energy, et cetera. But it's really great. There's been mostly solo episodes so far. She did bring her husband on, which was a fantastic episode. You know like who her husband is, right? Yeah, Noah Tepperberg. He's like the Tao guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big deal. Of course, but like very opposing brands. (laughs) It seems. Yeah. So they, they talk, she's always talked about that and she talks about it on the podcast a little bit. So she was a mark. She was a, uh, she was like a cocktail server at marquee. That's how they met. Okay. So, and she wasn't like really Melissa Wood at that point. So Melissa Wood's gone through like a huge evolution, but yeah, she's totally different than him and he's totally different. Her last name isn't health. No, her her name is Melissa Wood. I'm joking. Oh. (laughs) My gosh. Anyways, we all know Melissa Wood is my expander. Melissa middle name Wood. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought maybe Wood Health was her last name at one point and then I realized it wasn't. But anyways, it's like when I thought Lauren Elizabeth and Kenzie Elizabeth were related because their last names. (laughs) That was ridiculous. Moving on. Uh, Yeah, highly suggest. She's so perfect for when I want like a calming motivational source and not like an Ed Milet crazy source when I need like a like a grounding motivational source, a connection motivational source, a, a, an inspiration to be my highest self in a grounded way. I go to her podcast. It's excellent. I go to Lacey for that. Yeah, but the problem with Lacey's podcast is that it's not really always Lacey, right? Yeah, I skip. I, I do a little fast forward until I get to the part where she comes on. She, her voice is like something 
something out of this world. Okay, my current fixation, I'm going to do a skincare current fixation. It's been a minute. Cause I, Whoa. You know, I've, been, I've been like really... I'm very, very grateful that I haven't been breaking out. My skin is like fairly, you know, neutral. So it's not like there's big problems to address, which believe me, I've had my fair share of that. But I just kind of like, I don't know, I haven't been as delighted by skincare and as obsessed like I used to be. Like I was the type of girl that would try everything and I was, it was like a giddy thing. And I don't know, something, I just haven't been as, as into it, but I did go to Sephora because I needed to replenish a certain thing and I you know just decided let me just try something because I don't I don't I currently don't have a vitamin c serum that I that I use and I got the biosance rose vitamin c oil first of all I love an oil love love a facial oil something about it just I'm so bummed I can't do facial oils because of acne prone skin you're not supposed to leave oils on and it kills me every single day something about a facial oil just it lights up my soul something about it so I was so excited because this is like a, a vitamin c oil and smells great feels great looks great brightens up the face love it And this is like a cult favorite. I'm not going to be saying anything, you know, revolutionary here. People love this product. So I would recommend it. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I am being beckoned to eat by my body pretty significantly, even though I've... Wait, show us the belly. Why don't we see a a bump, a bump corner, bump corner. You mean on Zoom? Yeah. Let's see. Wait. Well, hold on. You, you, wait. Uh, You. I gotta do it this well. Oh no. No. Oh no. Let's see. This literally looks like me right now. Like, what are you talking about? No, it's different. It's different. It's not the right angle. You got to see it. It's different. It's like (laughs) it protrudes differently than a bloated tummy at this point. It seems like it protrudes lower. It protrudes lower and it it just protrudes differently. It's it's very different. Mm. Hey, wait. Question. Can you get bloated and pregnant at the same time? Yeah, for sure. It happens all the time to me. It's terrible. Wow. Because your skin is already stretched out, right? Like you're already like big. And then you get bloated on top of it. And it's painful because it's just like too much expansion in that area. Oh, so much expansion. Oi, 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 oi. Okay. Well, thanks for showing off the belly. Still looking great. Still looking petite. I don't know why like nothing else has been blowing up around you. I guess your titties, but yeah. Well, I don't know why you say that as if you're waiting for it to happen. Like you're willing it to happen to me. Like, can we just be grateful and happy that I have not blown up anywhere else except my tummy? I know it's like kind of annoying, but whatever. Cause I just, I know, I know that's in my, that's in my future. I'm like a little poofier, but like by all means, I, when you look at me naked, I pretty much just look like, like I looked at myself from the back and like, you wouldn't know that I'm pregnant. So, Oh, the dream. The dream to be to be from the back and not know you're pregnant. But like, you know, check in on me in three months. It could be totally different. But I am almost halfway through my pregnancy. Oh, my God. That's insane. I know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wow. Okay, sisters. Again, when I got to eat, I got to eat. And Mads isn't hearing the cue that I am calling out. So we love you so much. You can follow us on Instagram at OKSysPodcast. Join our community center on the Geneva app. It's poppin' as always. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. We love you. Love you. Hey. 
Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 